Hey everyone, and welcome to Two Blondes on a Pod. We're your hosts, Bailey and Michaela, where we talk about everything from the sticky, icky, beautiful pieces of motherhood, monetizing your money online, the perfectly imperfect orchestra of marriage, recipes easy enough for the non-cooker or someone who loves to cook, and realistic, healthy living tips for the everyday donut-loving person. Now let's get straight to it. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another podcast. You guys, today, first of all, our topic is going to be super fun and it's going to be kind of different than anything that we've done before. But just with holiday season coming up, and I know the stressors that it brings, we're going to kind of talk about de stressing, if you will, in this situation and kind of preparing ourselves. But before we do that, Let's talk about not necessarily an ingredient this week, but the importance of something that we lack severely in our diets, especially as females, you guys, and that is protein. I don't know why females are so scared of protein, but we need to not be because it is so vital for so many of our body's natural functions. And we're just like neglecting our body's natural functions by not eating enough protein. And then we wonder why we can't lose weight as easily as men can. And we wonder why we have hormone issues. And then we wonder why we have reproductive issues, why we wonder why we can't build muscle or why we can't sustain the muscle, all things. You guys, we're going to dive deep into that. I'm going to turn it over to Bailey, see if she wants to add anything before I like get into the nitty gritty facts. No, I just, I just think this is such an important topic to talk about because not a lot of people talk about it. And then like, we wonder why, like, I've always been someone that has struggled with my weight. And so the other day I came upon this and I was like, wow, when I actually like started checking how much protein I was eating, like, as I told Michaela earlier, (laughs) it is so bad. The amount of protein I like take in, like it is it's so like less than what it should be. And it makes so much sense now why I've had so many issues. So I'm going to let you dive into the facts. Okay. So before we get into like what it does for us, you guys normally, and this is coming from like my macro coach background that I'm not, I'm not no longer pursuing that, but all of the knowledge that I have poured in years of studying this stuff, Normally what a coach will do, if you are working even with like a dietitian, depending on what your dietary needs are or what, what your like health issues are while you're meeting with a dietitian. But most of the time they're going to recommend that you eat one gram of protein per your body weight. So say you have somebody who weighs 145 pounds because I'm just throwing numbers out there normally they're going to say, okay, well then I need you to eat 145 grams of protein because here's what protein does. And you guys, these numbers too, like this one gram is really based on like, do you need to lose weight? What are your specific goals? Are you trying to build muscle? Because if you're trying to build muscle, then you're going to be eating actually more than that. Um, if you're trying to stay in like a maintenance, you might actually a little bit less than that, but we try and keep it right around that one gram. And the reason for this is is protein helps us repair our cells in our body, which are constantly changing. You guys think back to 
I don't even know what class it was in school where we were talking about like our cells and how they're constantly changing. And, you know, like they say, you know, like your fingerprints can change or your tongue, you know, like your taste buds are constantly changing. You guys, those are what we're talking about. They're constantly changing and the protein actually helps our cells repair quicker. And therefore, like, if you're not eating as much protein as you should, your, your cells can't do that. Like your cells cannot turn over as quickly as they're meant to turn over. Um, it also helps our organs, like our vital organs, you guys think liver, think kidneys, um, think your digestive tract. And it also helps your heart function, like majorly helps your heart function too. And then obviously it helps build and sustain that muscle mass. And you guys, the more muscle you have, the easier your body burns fat. Don't know if you knew that or not, but there, there's a, there's a big one for you. So therefore if you're eating more protein or the amount of protein that you're supposed to be, therefore your body then can take that, hold that in your muscles. And then therefore your body is going to burn off more fat through your workouts, through just your daily living day-to-day life, whether you're cleaning the house, taking care of your kids, sitting at your desk, doing your job, whatever it is, your body's going to be able to burn more fat. And when you intake protein, I'm trying to do this in a very, um, a a way that everybody can understand. So when you intake protein, when you're eating your protein, it's going to put all your, it's going to put the protein first to your vital organs, to your vital functions. So that's where it's first going to go. So if that's going just to sustain your cells, your organs, your heart, what do you need then for that muscle mass to build or to sustain? You're going to have to have a little bit extra of that protein. And that's where we're falling short. See, maybe you're eating just barely, barely enough protein for your organs in your heart and stuff to actually function, you know, mediocre. And we don't chase mediocre over here. Okay. Like we we're done with the whole mediocre thing. We don't, we don't chase mediocre. So you have to like level that up, but then your body's barely functioning at mediocre. And you're wondering why you're kind of still feeling off and you're still kind of feeling a little bit yucky. Well, then if you bump that up to say like um, a maintenance place, okay. What essentially your body needs just to, for you to lay in bed and do absolutely nothing all day, not even to get up, to go to the bathroom, just you laying in bed. If you move your protein up to a spot that makes that spot happy, well, now you're operating at a little bit more optimal, but if you're eating exactly the amount of protein or a little above what you're needing, now you can feed into all of these other areas. And now your organs and your cells can function properly. And that's what we're missing. You guys, we have bad digestion. A lot of people have liver issues. A lot of people have kidney issues. We're seeing a lot more heart issues like transpire and come to terms because we are not giving our body the nutrients we need. And you guys, this takes me into a whole nother thing. If you are a vegan, I respect whatever your decision is, but I'm going to tell you right now, you cannot get the nutrients you need from plants that come from beef, that come from chicken, that come from lambs. Like you, you can't get that same nutrients or that same protein value or that same kind of protein, okay? So just take that into consideration. Again, whatever you do is totally up to you, but that's something that you need to yourself kind of dive into and dig into a little bit more because there are so many different types of protein out there. When we're talking protein from meat, protein from plants, protein from whatever it may be. 
Let me just hit on two real quick because you just made a very, very good point that made me think about this. But coming from an agriculture standpoint as well, is the impossible meat that's been made up is the worst thing that you could put into your body. Like we just literally talked about the seed oils last last week and everything like guys, that is literally what that is made out of. Like think how disgusting, absolutely disgusting that stuff is. And it's such a like hype right now. And I don't get it. Like I, I truly, I don't understand why it is so attractive to eat fake meat. So just take that into consideration when you're doing this protein thing. And you know, like if you are trying to lose a bunch of weight, like look into what you're actually putting in your body. Cause someone that has struggled with their weight all their life, I'm going to tell you it is other attributes that, that like the foods that you are eating, there's something in there that is triggering either your gut, which is then triggering something in an autoimmune disease, or you're just flat out eating bad and not putting in exercise as well with that. So think about that as well. When you're, when you're going to lose weight or you're going to whatever it is with this, think about though, this protein intake and think about the actual protein you are in search of and needing, don't go for something that is hype. And that's all I'm going to say on that. But I wanted to add that in there because I'm just, I'm so annoyed that it's like a hype right now. <laughs> yeah. And I, I want to add this too, because I guess this kind of does go into an ingredient standpoint at this point, but there's a difference between like a vegan protein and a whey protein. There's also a difference between whey isolate and another type of whey. And I don't remember what it is. And mm -hmm. a lot of people really struggle to digest whey protein, you guys, but it's because of how it has been isolated. It's because of how it's been manufactured. If you actually break down whey in the way that it, in the way that it's supposed to be broken down, it's actually really, really beneficial for you. And it's not going to make you feel bloated and it's not going to make you feel sluggish. Like just ingredients does a really great job um, explaining whey protein. And it, you can go to her page and look over it because her protein is a whey protein and it's not going to make you feel bloated and it's not going to make you feel sluggish and it's not going to make you hurt after you drink it. Whereas a lot of protein shakes that are on the market right now, they just want to mass produce it. And so they take this in the quickest way to break this way down, which is not the best way. And therefore then it's filling it with a bunch of bunch of stuff and then they're putting it on the shelf and that's when people start to have issues and that's why they see with vegan protein or plant-based protein they can digest that easier because the way isn't so hard on them but if they went with the actual true way protein then it also wouldn't be as hard on your body as like the way isolate is and I know that's like probably way above a bunch of people's heads but if you struggle with whey protein, try a vegan protein powder, try a plant-based protein powder. It is going to be a lot easier for your body to digest. Or like I said, go check out just ingredients. And at this point, heck, we should be like getting from like promotion bucks from her. Cause I feel like I'm always talking about her, but seriously, you guys, this is where I've learned like a wealth of my knowledge is from her because she is she has studying in and out and all of this stuff. And she's literally in the protein business. So she knows what's going on. So that's why I'm saying like, go over there, learn about protein, learn about the different types of um, ingredients in proteins or any foods. So 
just something to think about too. If you are drinking a protein shake or if you've ever had a protein shake and you're like, I just can't do them because they make me feel bloated, because they make me feel sluggish, because they hurt my stomach. We just gave you some different avenues to go and look at. Right. And like something too, just to add on to that really, really quick, and then we'll move on is when you're looking at like, and please understand guys that plant-based and whey, either one of them could be really, really bad for you. It literally just depends on who you're buying it from. So look at the ingredient list. If there is literally like a 50 things that you cannot pronounce, it's not going to be good for you. Like, I'll just be straight up honest. So do that. And like, here's a shameless plug, but (laughs) Arbon does really, really have clean protein plant-based wise. So if you're looking something too, that I've learned within this is that plant-based protein does get into your bloodstream and your body's able to absorb it quicker where whey takes a little bit more time, even the clean way. Um, and I think that, and correct me, Michaela, if I'm wrong, but I think whey protein is more for bodybuilding. Yes, absolutely. Because it is slower digested through the body. Right. So if you're looking to like bodybuild, then like whey is going to be an option, which it, I mean, you can still do it with plant-based, but your way is going to be your best option. Whereas plant-based, if you're looking to lose weight or just honestly get in added protein into your life and in your daily, you know, like consumption, then the plant-based is going to be better, but a clean one. So do your research. There's more than just Arvon out there guys, but do your research because a lot of times when we're going to GNC or we're going to some quick supplement store or Walmart, trust me, I was one of those Walmart protein buyers back in the day, Amazon protein buyers. It is so, so bad. And everything that you actually consume is just going, I mean, all that money is just going to waste whatever you spent. Even if it was five bucks, it's, it's not doing anything for your body, like beneficial wise. Yeah, absolutely. So with that being said, if you guys have more protein questions, you can go over to our Instagram page at two blondes on a pod, and you can send us a message and ask us more questions about protein. And we'd be happy to answer them, but Bailey, let's dive into today's actual topic. <laughs> I'm so excited. So it's all about really preparing for the holidays. And we were like spinning our wheels. We we're like, we could talk about this with business. We could talk about that with business. And like, really, I just was like, look, I'm so excited for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Guys, I won't skip Thanksgiving because I still love a Thanksgiving meal. Don't get me wrong. But Thanksgiving and Christmas is coming up. And a lot of people, honestly, I've seen a ton of people start really, really stressing about the holidays, about food. And I get it because I was in the same boat until I honestly came across some of these websites and some of these tricks that we're going to share with you today. And we're going to kind of share like what kind of works best for our families. But one of the things that I really, really love, honestly, and I'm a list person all the way through and through. So this was like speaking to my soul, but like make a to-do list and do it now. Do like a Thanksgiving to-do list and do a Christmas to-do list because I think it'll like really honestly just help maximize your time plus your spending habits. Because a lot of times if you are someone like me and you love to give gifts, like this is like the worst part for my wallet, man, is this time because I'm like, okay, they would love this. So this person would love it. So I'm just going to buy it. And it's just random stuff that makes no sense, no sense at all. So part of this on this website, they were talking about 
just who to plan to buy for and including gift ideas, sizes, and budgets for each. And don't feel bad because I actually did this last year and I didn't feel bad at all making, should I dare to say, some of my family a little bit smaller budget than others and not feel bad about it because of what they have done for my family throughout the year. And so I always thought, you know, like I've been raised in a family where my parents kind of made sure we all had like the equal amount of gifts or whatever to most of the time. But one of my grandmas was just like, okay, every single grandkid has $50 spending limit. And that's how much she spent on each kid. And it honestly drove me nuts and it drives me nuts. And it's, I mean, it's totally up to you guys, how you want to do this. Like, I'm not telling you how to spend your money, but I would rather spend $20 on something super, super meaningful to someone than spend $50 with a bunch of crap. You know what I mean? Giving it to people. And so budget wise, when I, when you guys sit down and think about this, like really think about making these, like, they don't have to be huge extravagant gifts. Like sometimes I find the most meaningful gifts to be like literally $5 or your time. Like think about grandparents. I think that's one of the ones that like I have gotten hung up on where we still have great grandparents. So Stetson actually has great, great grandparents still alive. And it's like, okay, what do I get them for Christmas? What do I do for their birthdays? And me just showing up with some ice cream or me just showing up with Stetson just to hang out with them for an hour or two literally makes their day. Yeah. And I don't, and this is a whole other thing and then I have another point, but I don't know why we have made this. And I think it's just because society has made it this way where it's, you have to buy somebody something and you have to buy everybody something. And like, for me, that's not the case. And truthfully, this is something that I tell my family every, every year. I don't want more stuff. Okay. I have enough stuff. What I want is I want an experience. You want to buy me tickets to go watch a hockey game? I don't even like hockey. Yes, I will gladly accept that. I would rather have an experience, something that I can go and do with them than have more stuff that I have no idea what to do with it. You guys, like, if you are seeing my background right now, if you're watching this live, like, I don't need, I don't need more stuff. Yeah. But my other point in this whole list thing is, you guys, if you're making lists, not even for Christmas gifts, but if you are breaking things down for like Thanksgiving, here's what your list is going to help you do. You can catch things on sale. Okay. And we're, we're going to talk about sale stuff here in a little bit, but like, think about food. If you are hosting Thanksgiving dinner, if you have to take things to Thanksgiving dinner, don't wait for them to mark the prices up right before the holiday. And then say that it's on quote unquote sale. No, you start paying attention for when that stuff's on sale. You guys, I can tell you right now, I've already bought the pumpkin for the pies. I've already bought the um, milk that goes into it, the evaporated milk. I've already bought that. I've already bought stuff to make pie crust because things are on sale. I didn't even need more flour and sugar and stuff when we went to the grocery store yesterday. But because I know the holidays are coming up, because I know I'm going to be baking a lot, because I always do. Like my biggest thing is like my family loves when I bake for them, right? Like everyone. So I do little goodie baskets of treats. That's what I do for most of my gifts for like the adults in my life because they love my baked goods. I knew that I was going to be doing that. It was on sale. I'm very picky about my flour and my sugar. So I grabbed it and I saved myself $3 on each one of those instead of waiting until the holiday season where they're going to mark it up and then price it down. 
to have it, you know, be actually more expensive than what I just got it for. So that's something that your list is going to help you do snag those items on sale. And that's going to automatically give you more money, whether it's in your Christmas gift budget, whether it's in an experience budget, whether that's in your just total year budget, whatever it may be, it's giving you more money for other areas in your life. 100%. And also something that just made me think of this. I love Hobby Lobby, but I also worked at Hobby Lobby at once in my life. And guys, let me just tell you this. Yes, they're cute items, but I can tell you right now, you can literally go make somebody's day by purchasing it off of Etsy and probably getting it cheaper and you're supporting someone. Whereas literally Hobby Lobby takes like, so for instance, right now, their big thing is like, oh, they're. Christmas stuff or their Thanksgiving stuff is 75% off guys. They triple that actual retail cost. Like they triple that to make it to look like, oh, it's on sale at 75% off to still make an substantial amount of retail commission off of that product. So anything that's in there, even if it's 50% off, just know that every single item before it's even like before it's even on the deal on the tags, everything is either doubled or tripled the retail cost. So that way they can literally mark it down. And that was something that I don't know why I was so dumbfounded, probably because I was young and in high school when I, no, I was, I think it was my sophomore year of college. I worked there, but I was like dumbfounded. Like, do people really know this? Like, and I honestly, like I would ask people sometimes in the store and be like, Hey, you know, you can get that cheaper, like somewhere else, probably (laughs) sorry, Hobby Lobby, if you hear that, but, um, people don't know that people actually didn't know that that was marked up double the price and I'm like well yeah I didn't know that either so when you're shopping like go look on Amazon go look on Walmart go look at the Dollar Tree like people down the Dollar Tree man but the Dollar Tree is the shit depending on where you live because where I live it is not (laughs) (laughs) okay so maybe it depends if you're in you know the Hutch Kansas area then it's it's awesome but I don't know. It's just, it, it baffles me. And the same thing with like, you don't even think about it, but food costs right now. And guys, like, I hate to tell you, but no matter the holidays, the food is going up substantial. Like if you're not in the farming industry right now, you probably have no idea, but we don't even know if there's going to be a wheat crop next year. Like the bean crop this year was horrible. The corn crop this year was horrible guys. And that literally affects you as a consumer. So one, start looking around and shopping at local dairies, local whatever, local farm stores, because that's where you're going to get the best food, honestly, at probably even at cheaper costs than you would in the big retail stores. Yep, Just absolutely. Just on food. And but again, stock, like start stock stocking up for these things. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so the next one that we're going to go into is decorations which uh again someone I trust me I have spent a lot of money in Hobby Lobby myself uh on decorations (laughs) but I love this tip where this person was like walk outside and go get some branches go get some leaves go get some they they put cranberries I was like I don't know where you're at but (laughs) I don't have no cranberry trees in my backyard in Kansas but it was like, oh my gosh, that was such a aha moment on decorations. So there's a decorations tip for you. And you guys go old school with stuff. Like 
what happened to the days? And maybe this is because I just really love Hallmark movies, but like what happened to like stringing popcorn? What happened to drying out oranges and stringing those and making decorations with that? Like what happened to all of those things? Like uh, clearly it must've gone out the door when home ec went out the door because like nobody knows how to do these things anymore. No one knows how to dehydrate a fruit or, you know, I guess pop popcorn. I don't know, but like, why not do that? And that's like really good quality time for you and your family. And you guys, it's absolutely ridiculous. And it's absolutely cheesy as hell. Absolutely. But dang, the memories that can be made by stringing popcorn, which I feel like is a very frustrating task, but I feel like it'd be really fun at the same time. Yeah, 100%. Okay, so going into some more like little tips. So making a gift, um, there was one of them that was a deal, you know, make a gift. And even my grandparents thinking about this too, I did a lot last year, which it takes a little bit of time, but making a gift of, you know, like my, my kid's butt cheeks on a canvas that said like my little bumpkin or something, you know, like all the grandparents love that. So if you can literally look on Pinterest, search Pinterest ideas, grandparents love that stuff. Organize um, pictures. Uh, just yeah. go okay. get some prints done from Walmart and give them pictures in a cheap frame. <laughs> like seriously, that'll make their entire year. Yeah. hundred percent. Okay. Here's the next one. I absolutely love is informal dinners, like sit down and these dinners can be fun, you know, like elegant. You can like dress it up. You know, you could even guys again, Dollar Tree. I'm giving Dollar Tree some, some free marketing right now, <laughs> but you can go get anything really for super cheap there. Or even, I mean, at Walmart, Amazon, whatever, wherever you want to go, but this is really fun. Like, this is a fun idea to like sit down and do it with, you know, like friends and stuff like that. Like I've recently reconnected with some friends from a wedding and we're actually going to start doing Sunday night dinners once Yellowstone airs every Sunday and I'm just like super pumped because I like I have like a love-hate relationship with hosting like my house that I grew up in my parents like host all the time they still do it my mom's hosted all of our team dinners all of our you know in sports I mean everything was at our house but I love the fact that like I get to do that now in my own home and I love that this is like an example of something that's not a gift but it's like an experience again to just like hang out and my mom actually does this with some of her friends now that I think about it and she does like the fun little poppers and they call it like a women's brunch or something and it's like six or seven of them I think get together and it's just like a fun time to like some of them even take off work like they literally take off work that day and they do this little like brunch together so I just thought that was super fun that not a lot of people think of you know well, and also like you know going into this too and bringing in like taking the stress out of the season like what fun does that add that adds so much fun and you guys don't put all the don't put all the responsibility on you like okay um one idea that I've seen that I absolutely love and I know people have seen it it's been on TikTok it's been on Instagram reels everybody makes a charcuterie board of a, a different a food group like whether it's American food whether it's Mexican food whether it's Italian food like that to me that is so much fun put that on people and do a holiday party together do a get together like that is going to be so much more meaningful probably to most of your friends than you gifting them a sweatshirt or, you know, a piece of jewelry or whatever it is. Like you guys, it's, it's the memories. I feel like that's one thing that we really get away from that really stresses us out in the holiday season is we're so focused on thinking that these items are like what 
is going to be it, but really it's the memories that we're building, but we're taking away from the memories because we're so focused on, oh, if I don't get them this, then they're going to be upset. Oh, I have to do this because, well, no, just create memories. Cause that's what the season is about. Right. And honestly, like think about your life right now and how, like, I don't know about y'all, but COVID did a number and I even hate using that word but did a number on everybody in a different way and now I feel like people are 10 times busier than what they were like 10 times busier so like take this time if you can to sit back and like just enjoy being around people and guys this is coming from someone who I swore I hated people but I honestly I love being around people the older I get and now let me say this people I enjoy yeah yeah keep your your energy close we've talked a lot about this in business podcasts but (laughs) even like even in your life right now in the holiday season like keep in mind like I have really looked back even at family members that I'm not going to be spending a lot of time with this year because they just don't deserve that in my opinion, like my time and energy. So like, keep that in mind guys too, but like go spend time with people truthfully. truthfully that you enjoy. And yes, your friends can absolutely be your family. You guys, like, I don't, I don't know why there's such a stigma that like, Oh, family has to be blood. No, it doesn't. Family is who you choose. I'm, I'm, and I think that's be just because, you know, that's coming from, my dad was adopted. My grandparents only adopted. They could only adopt. And so for me, like literally family has never just been blood. Family has been literally who we choose. I love that. Okay. So this next, like, they're kind of like a few, like couple just kind of like combined and then we're like towards the end, but shop thrift stores. This was interesting. Gently used restored items can be less expensive, um, especially like for your kids. So leading into that is start early and stop, which is my worst enemy. I'm someone who can start early shopping and I can just keep on going. But it says, don't be tempted to buy just one more little item because that one little item leads to another and another and another and another. (laughs) Because I can just see this being you. Like I can see you in a store being like, oh, Kendall needs just, just this. And then it leads to this. And then it leads to this. And I'm the complete opposite where I'm like, uh uh-oh, when I am done, like my card goes on lock for the next like four months. (laughs) No, not me. Nope. I can shop it all the way up until literally Christmas Eve. I'll just be like, I wonder if I can ship that overnight here. Yeah, that is, that is so me. It's so bad. So that's some, the tip I'm taking for myself. Um, Post holiday shopping. This is actually a good one. So if you're not visiting out-of-town family or friends until after the holiday season passes, consider doing your shopping after the holiday. So there may, it says there may not be as much to choose from, but you'll get some great deals. So that's kind of interesting because I have never thought about that. And it says to reuse gift bags you saved from your own gifts. You guys, okay. This is, um, a really big confession that I have. And if you, if you ever need a gift bag or you ever need tissue paper, just come to my house because I'm not kidding you. If it is in good shape, I save every gift bag I ever receive from my birthday, from my baby shower, from our, from my um, bridal showers. And you guys, I saved the tissue paper, which I never thought I was going to until one of my bridal showers. And um, the person that was throwing it for me, her sister actually did this. She took every single piece of tissue paper, flattened it out, and then folded it up all nice. And now I have 
picked that up as well. So I'm, yes, I really am like, I'm there. If you need, you need a gift bag for something. We got this. Love that. Okay. We're going to speed through these really fast, but the next ones are avoid credit cards, use cash. It can be tempting to use credit cards. Oh my God. I'm speaking to myself again. Holy crap, Bailey. So use cash, use cash. That way you can limit yourself too. But Black Friday deals, this is a big one. It says, yes, they can be great, but don't get caught up in the hype of Black Friday. Make sure what you're getting is truly a deal. So again, going back to Hobby Lobby and how they do their sales. This is guys, a lot of times it's literally just people upping double or tripling their prices and then saying it's like 75% off. So be, be really cautious about that. And the last one is just focus on gratitude, which I absolutely love. So focus on, especially at Thanksgiving, be super, super grateful about who you have around the table. Cause that's like one of the biggest ones that I have now. Oh my gosh. I'm, I don't want to cry, but with family passing here recently and my grandpa, it'll be a year, literally the day after Thanksgiving last year. It makes you really, really grateful about the people that is around the table that are around you. Um, so I'm, I'm going to leave you guys with that one because before I start crying, we're going to. Yeah. And before I start doing that, but one thing that I, and I want to add this cause it totally goes mm -hmm. into this at the Thanksgiving table on my dad's side of the family, my grandma and grandpa would always go around and it didn't matter you guys. Okay. My grandparents have six kids. Okay. And they all have like four plus kids. My parents are the only two with or the only couple with less than that kids. And they always asked everybody, what are you grateful for in the past year? What are you grateful for? And we all had to say it out loud. And it was so embarrassing when I was younger, but now looking back at it, you guys, they even asked my husband that the first time I took him to a family Thanksgiving. And he was like, what? Because they didn't do that. But now that's something that it, it was so pivotal for my husband, that that's a tradition that every Thanksgiving day, he wakes up and goes, what are you thankful for? What are you grateful for? And that's something that we're going to instill in our kids. And I think that that's just really, really important. So make that a new family tradition. If you don't already like Thanksgiving day, Christmas morning, what are you grateful for? Love that. All right. Well, thanks guys so much for hopping on and listening. Thank you for listening. If you found today's episode helpful, be sure to share with your team, your friends, your family, and leave us a five-star review and give us a follow on Instagram at two blondes on a pod.